Welcome back to Hidden Power. Today we're going to be reviewing some leaks and rumors. We're going to be discussing Pokemon Scarlet and Violet post Pokemon Home. And we're also going to be talking about the new controversies that have been widespread across Asia. My name is Dusty GoGoat. I'm back from Europe. Lumios Post is here. Hello. And SoulSilver Art is still in Italy. He is, but but the good news is that with us today we have Bulbasaur and he's probably <laughs> going to talk as much as Soul does in a normal episode. So, who's doing Bulbasaur's know. voice? Your wife? Uh, we hired the original actor. Okay, he's, okay, okay. He's going to be here. Well, Lumi, let's start with this. How about you tell us what Riddler Koo has been saying on Twitter? Uh, we've yes. got some new information about new Pokemon that could be in the DLC. Yeah, so uh, as we know, on February uh, 27th, right? That's Pokemon Day, yeah. Yes. We got the uh, not only reveal, but the debut, they're in the game, um, Iron Leaves and Walking Wake paradoxes of Suicune and Verizion. Now, you know, this was like a whole thing because we had uh, the image from the book that teased these Pokemon seemed to actually suggest that like they were going to be hybrids right like a hybrid of Suicune Entei and Raikou and a hybrid Correct. of Kobalion, Tarakion, Verizion uh that didn't end up happening but uh Riddler Koo has said PS PV which is uh for context that is how he has throughout the leak season referred to Paradox Suicune and Paradox Verizion as PS and PV and then he says what's the next which to me seems to the the obvious thing here is that he's he's hinting at uh paradoxes for raikou entei and then uh terakion and kobalion so that is that's exciting Dinosaur, that could be really exciting entei and raikou if i had to yes, push please. back a little bit the first time i saw this tweet um i i with that context i was also thinking what if he's misdirecting and this is actually just Pokemon Scarlet PS and Pokemon Violet PV. What's next? Like, what's the next Pokemon yeah. game we're gonna get? That's honestly what I thought he meant, and then I logged off for the weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, you you do think it's you do think they're gonna be new Pokemon? A hundred percent. Yeah, I that that is exciting. Something to think about too. This is kind of backed up, and you know, a, a, something we said we were gonna talk about today is you know, Pokemon Home, and this is kind of supported by Pokemon Home, mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, Pokemon Home has dex entries for the Pokemon, but oh. for uh, Walking Wake and Iron Leaves, it says uh, that they're still gathering information on them, which oh. the fact that they won't give us any information on these Pokemon makes me think that they are reserving this. Like, even the official site for these Pokemon, it yeah, just but that's just says, the base like, Pokemon, though. That's just they the just base resemble... Pokemon. What, what do you mean? Like, that's... You're talking about the two Pokemon that we could already have in Scarlet and Violet, Walking Wake, right? And, yeah. And, and Iron, Iron Leaves. Leaves. If yep. we have them and they're not just giving us info, I think you're right. There's going to be like a big story in the DLC. Yeah. But I don't know if that suggests that, you know, we will get new ones. Not, not necessarily, no. But I'm just saying that if there's going to be story revolving around Walking Wake and mm. story revolving around Iron Leaves, then it's a little more believable to me that we like, could see the other two yeah like they're, like they're hiding something okay right. All right all right yeah i mean and especially too when you factor in that again the book teased a hybrid of suicune entei and raikou it really did perhaps yeah. it's actually uh our, our good friend birdkeeper toby I, I had spoken about this to him like back in i don't know march april yeah, we were talking about ago. it and uh yeah it was it was a long time ago and he said that he he said then that he now fully believes that uh, Raikou, Entei, 
Tarakion, Kabalion will get paradoxes. And I was like, really, why do you think that? Because I actually kind of thought, nah, they're, they're not doing it. And he, he made a great point. He said uh, that he imagines, because remember, it was an artist that drew yeah. this Pokemon like from their imagination. He said he imagined before that they had gotten like a glimpse of this mm-hmm. Pokemon and just kind of imagined what the full appearance of it was. He said, but now I'm starting to think, quoting Toby here, I'm starting to think that they actually cool. saw bits of each one. Yeah, like they saw the tail. they were the same creature. They saw a foot and they saw right. like the face of, yep. uh, of, of Sweet Walking Wake, right? Mm-hmm. But they didn't see Walking Wake's body. So it assumed that it's going to be like a four-legged, um, you know, like a... Well, like a, and like... And a, like they may have even seen the face of Walking Wake, but then they saw the tail of yeah, yeah, exactly. Entei Paradox, and then they saw like the, I don't know, the the body of oh. Paradox of Raikou, and so they assumed it was one Pokemon and drew an amalgamation of them all. Yeah, what not are the, knowing those were three different things. I think that's so cool. What are the odds that like we get these new, so we get the other four Pokemon to complete mm. the Paradox trios? Um, but then what if there's actually, like, also... Because it's... Paradox Pokemon, there doesn't need to be an explanation, right? There's something yep. causing the Paradox, but they're Paradox. They don't they're, they don't need to make sense, right? And right. What if, In a way, what if, they what if shouldn't the, make sense because they're Paradoxes. Yeah, and what if the fact that the guy depicted the Pokemon incorrectly also makes... Also means that maybe that creature then could be resurrected into existence, right? So we not only yep. get you know uh the each of the three trios is paradox but we also get like a new two new amalgamations of um you know of of these pokemon right so kind of like kind of like uh, iron valiant where it's like gallade and gardevoir together we do normally get like a fusion you know like we we yeah. got uh the only games that didn't get fusion was uh x and y but like before that you know starting with black and white you had in black two and white two the cure infusion then in Sun and Moon, or Ultra Sun, yeah, Ultra Moon, cool. rather, you had the Necrozma, and then you had Calyrex. This would be the first time it's three Pokemon fusing into yeah. one, but maybe these Pokemon will be able to fuse together. Dude, I, I mean, love that. I was thinking about it the other day. Like, I feel like, is this true? Ho-Oh and Lugia don't have a third legend? Or nope. Celebi the third legend? That's the mythical. Yeah, it's so, a mythical, so no, they, they just don't have a third legend. And they also don't have other forms, so anyways, mm-hmm. that's a separate no, they, conversation, but I thought that was really yeah. interesting. And I'm like, you're right, yeah, like, like, yeah, we're, I think bound, the, we're bound to get a fusion item of some the sort. The thing with them that I think makes them special is, like, they themselves are, you know, not only are they a legendary duo, but they're also a fourth member of a trio, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Lugia's kind of associated with the birds yeah, you're right. and ho associated with the beasts so yeah you are right that, that i mean you that have to remember this sense. was pokemon's early days you know the the first game there was there wasn't even two different legendaries it was just mewtwo so. yeah J- johto was supposed to be like the sequel for red blue and yellow so that, that right. makes a lot of sense. i mean johto was before they designed the whole a third legendary formula <sighs> do you think we're gonna get a johto remake do you think, yeah. like, in your gut, do you think that's actually going to happen? I don't know about remake, but a Johto game. You know, whether you that's we're like a Johto game before, whether that's Nova? like a legend style game, or or even like, like I don't know if I'd consider. I guess some people would, but I wouldn't consider Let's Go a remake because like the story was a little I, different. I think it's a remake. 
Let's go. It, is a it's a it is it's a it's a it's like a it's like Jurassic World. It's a reboot. <laughs> Let's go. Is a but reboot. Jurassic World isn't a reboot. Jurassic World's a direct sequel. Yeah, but like thematically, it is a reboot. Like the Force Awakens is a reboot because it's literally like a beat for beat. You get all the same stuff. It it's okay. it's it, yeah. it adds to the continuity, right? It adds to the story, but like like the way the story is presented to us it's a reboot that's how i see it yeah i feel I like let's go is the same way i guess it's about how you read it i i read it more from a story context and like in the story it's after red and blue have begun yeah. their journeys you see the uh it's like han solo guy from jodo is already in so to me old. it is a sequel but yeah. it is also because they like this is kind of in a world where red didn't defeat team rocket and you know you the let's go character are going to do that instead so that's it, true it is, it is a sequel yeah like it's like a, a sequel to an alternate world yeah Ooh, that's a little that's a little spicy because like there's the remakes now we have the remasters or, or a remake mm-hmm. sequel well i don't know what the heck legends is <laughs> and then you technically have a re- it's a sequel then you have a reboot it is it's the character going it's the aged up character going back in time so oh, while it, really? it is a prequel, it's also a sequel. Oh, that's really cool. It's a yeah. sequel. Yeah. That changes the way I look at... Oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because we all want a sequel to Black 2, White 2. So, like, like that's a sequel. But then it's like, oh, that dream's not even dead. It's been happening. Let's go as a sequel. Legends yeah. is a sequel. Interesting. Yep. Okay, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. But, but yeah, I do think I do think we'll get a Johto game... Whether that is a BDSP style remake, a Let's Go Johto, a Legend Celebi, or, in my opinion, what's more likely is something that we're not even thinking about, and it's yeah. like a completely new style game. Uh, I I proposed on my channel. In fact, I did a video talking about it, and um, I think they could do a because you have to think what did we like about remakes and what did we not like about Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl? It was that it was taking the game. And bringing it to modern standards. So, like, Oris, you know, was the Hoenn Games, but, you know, we hadn't seen it since Gen 3. With a modern But now you can find Gen 4, 5, 6 Pokemon in it. The new gimmick, Mega Evolution, is very much incorporated into the story. They've got features that very much tie into the modern age of Pokemon, etc., etc. So, what's the modern age of Pokemon now? Open world. So, give us a Johto game that's open world. We can go to Johto, Kanto from the get-go. You know, you you could do four gems in Kanto, four gems in Johto, then do the league, whatever. What I worry about is like what they're actually going to like if that if they're actually going to want to prioritize that right because I now I'm thinking like with how I mean we've seen the f- the full scale Pokemon game or right? the mainline Pokemon games they've been kind of lacking right they don't feel complete yeah. and I'm like are they going to want to do that for a because if they're going to make a Johto game it's not going to be just like a, oh we're making a Johto game it's going to be like this is the new Johto era. This is the year of Johto. Mm-hmm. Like what they did with Sinnoh, right? Yep. And that, that starts as soon as they, like, that starts as soon as they, like, uh, reveal a new game. So it's going to be, like, a year, a year and a half. Or honestly, maybe even two years. Yeah, right? like, if, if they announce February, a game in February. 27th, 2024. To, to all the way to the next, to the game. next February. Yeah. Or even all the way to the next game that's released, which could yeah, be. Yeah, in a way, that will be November 2025. But, uh,. But, I mean, they also would be, you know, kind of like with Scarlet and Violet, the the age of Sinnoh, to me, kind of did die with the announcement of Scarlet and Violet. Yeah, that's Because, like, point. sure, there was still Sinnoh stuff present, but the Pokemon company's mind was on, hey, get ready for Paldea. That is true, yeah. 
I just feel or like rather it was, hey, get ready for this region. We're not going to tell you it's called Paldea until August. <laughs> my favorite thing, and I don't know if this is possible, but I like it because it feels like it would align with Game Freak and Pokemon's priorities, right? It mm-hmm. feels like something they would do. It's not just a wish list, but it also sounds really cool. So the thing that I think would be so cool is if we get that actual sequel for the Johto game. If you're enjoying this episode, consider supporting Hidden Power on Patreon or YouTube channel memberships. We have three tiers, and the lowest tier starts at just $5 a month. Supporters get access to our secret Discord server and help control the direction of the podcast. This is the same Discord where we're recording the podcast right now. We interact here daily. This Discord server is actually where we form the ideas for each episode. If you ask a question, we're going to answer it on the show. Supporters also get priority responses in the comments. Our love and friendship you get that you get a yes. little bit of that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> our favoritism we like you the best and if you want something a little bit more tangible we have merch what do you guys think about the merch the merch is great we've got we've got team Lumi in a in a beautiful blue team dusty the in best a, one in a forest green and uh we got team soul in a blood red buy a t-shirt show your allegiance and if to team Lumi. <laughs> to, du- to Team Dusty, and if you act- and if you want something a little bit more subdued, uh, this is actually this is another logo that we made originally for the show. We didn't actually end up using this as a logo, but I thought it made a great merch design. It's literally friends. a beta design. You guys it's, love yeah. our beta videos. I love this so it's much. Retro yeah. hidden power. And look, when you turn around, this is literally my favorite shirt. It's literally my favorite shirt. Thank you everyone for watching and subscribing. And now back to the video. So the thing that I think would be so cool is if we get that actual sequel for the Johto games, right? So it's it's literally a sequel from the Johto games. So it's like maybe like, let's say, five years later after the events of, you know, Gold, Silver, Crystal, Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver, whatever. But you could either... You, you could start in Kanto, because I'm curious to see what Kanto looks like at that point, because um, mm-hmm. you're going to have time skips from there. But if it is a Johto game, it's probably going to start in Johto, which is fine. It's still a sequel. So then you still have all these changes, right? You still have all these existing characters that have shifted up. Uh, Team Rocket's not there, right? What if it's a new version of Team Rocket? What if it's rain? What if it's the 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 beginnings of Rainbow Rocket, right? Like, I feel like a lot of the older Pokemon games, maybe just honestly, maybe just Johto. It, I feel like it gets a lot of flack for being not complete or for being kind of too easy or. I, f- I don't know, and then I have I think of like you know how they design Pokemon based on the plushies, um, and the routes feel very short. That's a fair assumption, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like with an yeah. like to what you're saying with an open world Pokemon game, um, an open world Johto game, what you could do is like make the world feel a lot bigger, like what we saw in Le- uh, in uh, in Legends Arceus. Um, but I also think even it, I don't, I don't, I don't think most people want a Let's Go Johto. But what I would be perfectly happy with is a Johto game that reuses certain assets, specifically the models of the Let's Go games, right? If, like, they yeah. use the engine of Let's Go, Pikachu and Eevee to make a Johto yeah, game. Yeah, that art style is great. Yeah, right? That would be really special. I think that'd be mm-hmm. really special. I would love that way more than an Ilka made or Heart Gold Soul Silver. Um, but I think that'd be really cool. Obviously, though, I'm, like, still, like, I, I do I I definitely like let's go uh, legends like I definitely would want it to be more immersive open world and I love the idea I really do like that idea of um dude the best thing to me about Johto is seeing that Koga moves up to the elite four 
Lance yeah. becomes the champion. Gary goes back. To, you know, there's like shifting. There's character arcs mm-hmm. in Johto, right? In Kanto, even right. The yeah. the lavender tower uh, becomes a radio tower. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see that though. I love that. I mean, it's it's definitely a downgrade. Just staple. Yes, but it shows it really was a staple. But it shows progression, right? The uh, the bullet train between yeah, um, dude, that is so cool. Saffron, that is so special. So like they could, you know, if they if they give us a direct sequel, not only are we seeing progression with more of the Kanto Pokemon, I'm sorry, the Kanto characters, but also the Johto characters, and then they could also add on all the other things that we love about. You know, I mean, this is this is the pipe dream. Sevi Islands, right? Make those interesting. Yeah. Add that, right? There's like all these little add-on areas that they've created over the years, and I'm like, just include all of those. Include the Safari Zone, right? Yep. Uh, why is maybe maybe that's maybe we see Sun and Moon characters. Mina is there, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, that's the pipe Man, dream. I think I'd fun. love like on that note, a pipe dream of mine would be to see evil teams in other regions. So like. Why not do Johto with Team Magma and Aqua? Let's do Hoenn with Team cool. Galactic. You know, uh, or Team even... Plasmas and Sinnoh, Team Rockets and Unova. I think that could get... Conf- no, uh, yeah, I, I do like that because we see characters... Like, I, I, I'm i thinking of Sun and Moon right now where you see... There's like Gen 5 Elite Four members. Uh, oh, yeah, you see, you see everybody. Cole you Russ see Grimsley, you see uh, Red and yeah. Blue, obviously, Colrus. So I love that. I think it's very possible, but I think that mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh I th- what about like there's just a new version of Team Rocket. I th- right? I think Yeah, that'd be that'd be, cool. that'd be good with me too. As long as like like dude, I don't this, know. Just a little bit ruins. Yeah. Um oh, dude. Oh, we'll see that in uh we'll see that in Scarlet and Violet DLC. I just want all of our listeners to know Soul Silver Art is in Italy, but he's still texting us amazing gems of information that we we can't even share with you. I think these this is insider knowledge um are you seeing this Lumi, right now on your phone oh has he sent even more dude are you... this is insane <laughs> that pokemon that pokemon's getting a what that pokemon's getting a new form a new evolution he's saying oh my god dude i'm i'm Just really excited for the dlc <laughs> i'm not even trolling you i'm not i swear <laughs> i'm being cryptic but i'm not even trolling this is serious um yeah so i yeah so I think Johto's. I feel like they got to do something with Johto, but um, maybe we can get back on track a little bit. Uh, we have a 4chan uh, rumor that surfaced. I feel like I broke. I feel like I broke this to Twitter. Um, I've seen other people make videos about this already. I have not made a formal video about it. Um, I, you know, let, let us know if you guys actually like us covering rumors because I used to do a lot of these on my channel. I don't do it much anymore, but we've got. This is called Teal Mask and Indigo Disc, um, and it's like, uh, all right, this this was on June 5th. So Indigo Disc begins you, Nali, Leia, sail off to Blueberry Academy. I'm assuming those are the characters that we've seen in the DLC trailer so far. So you head to the Blueberry Academy and face off again against the top students there. Once you encounter Terrapagos or Terrapagos in its null form. Oh, that's cool null form that'd be like zero. Uh, so i type. guess they're saying that's what the like uh the little baby terapico says yeah can you do you have a copy of this lumi are you looking is at it, it the one that's on your twitter yeah then yes i just pulled it up yeah right. okay yeah i see where you're at it's null form so once you encounter terapagos and it's null form it leads you back to area zero once there you face off against a new paradox pokemon and restore terapagos to its true form 
Terrapagos is a dragon and rock type, and once restored, its ability is broken and similar, uh, and is similar to Arceus using Judgment and Legends. Can, do you remember what that does? I don't even remember what that does. Yeah, uh, so um, I think they mean Judgment does the type of whatever Arceus' okay. type is, but I think what they're referring to is the Legends plate. When you use the Legends plate in Arceus, Arceus's type and thus Judgment will change to whatever is best suited for the battle. So, like, if Arceus is battling a, uh, you know, a, a ghost and dark Pokemon like Spiritomb, yeah. well, that only has one weakness, Fairy. So Arceus is going to change automatically without That's you doing sick. anything into a Fairy type, and Judgment will now become Fairy type. I didn't even know that. That's so cool. So that that actually makes a lot of sense with Terrapagos, because... When I read this, I'm thinking dragon rock type makes sense, right? You got dragon type, which is like this ethereal, supernatural, ultra powerful. Oh, and it's a reptile. It's a reptile as well, which I like. And then the rock type is just like crystals, right? Mm-hmm. So that makes sense visually, but sure. does that make thematically? I think we've discussed before the null form, the you know zero type. That could be very cool, and we see some Pokemon that almost feel like they should have zero type i think historically normal type has been the zero type um so agreed that i mean you, that's proven with arceus i'd say yeah exactly so yeah so i i don't know what, i mean what do you think about this like if if terra pecos became dragon rock type um does i don't know would you be happy with that um well first off i just want to say i do think that this is this uh rumor is a load of baloney but yeah but um <laughs> it's fun to talk about that's what we're absolutely yeah absolutely it is i just didn't want anyone thinking i believe this but um dragon rock I, i'd be fine with it i'm i'm not a big is that a good um, competitive type i mean rocks the thing is so rock is rock and grass have more weaknesses than any other type they have five sure. weaknesses each uh, so rock is weak to also fighting. a lot of very common types because like fighting a lot of Pokemon have access to fighting moves. Ground sure. a lot of Pokemon have access to that. Water very common use type. That would be neutral. Competitive type. That would be neutral. Uh, that would be damage. neutral. Yeah. Steel, and then mm. uh, let's see, rock fi- and then grass, which would also be neutral now, okay. but still has three very common weaknesses in those. Then also you have to figure it's now picking up an ice weakness. Which would be neutral, right? Because of rock. Uh, does rock resist ice? I'm not sure. I, feel I know it, does. it beats ice, but I don't think it resists ice. And then it would, also, it would also be, be weak to fairy down. type. I have to look it up. It, it would be um, weak to... Dr- Terrapagos would be weak to dr- uh, f- ice, fairy, yeah. and dragon type. And dragon. Yeah. So, that, yeah, so I mean, it, that's not it's great not a, on the surface. It, at the end of the day, though, its stats could... Uh, influence that like uh for example we have a dragon rock type now in tyrantrum and uh mm. tyrantrum is not a lot of the times with typings like this they're not great in double battles because you know they're they're facing two opponents yeah. so the odds of at least one of those opponents having something that can take you out is just too great yeah but uh like tyrantrum saw a lot of love in singles tyrantrum yeah. was great in singles so stats would affect this uh, since it's a turtle, I immediately think like slow and bulky. Yeah, right. And to be I honest, it could be slow quick. and bulky would not work for this. Yeah, but think. slow for a legendary. Absolute typing. Yeah, I agree. But slow for a legendary would be like eighty to one twenty, probably. Maybe, maybe that's true. Yeah, I just I don't think when they open up VGC, if this thing was Dragon Rock, uh, when they open up VGC, 
I don't think we'd be seeing this thing um, used in VGC when VGC's opened up to, like, legendaries. Like, when people are using Kyogre and Calyrex, no one's going to be bringing a Terrapagos if it's Dragon Rock, in my opinion. I mean, you okay. know, there'll be, there'll be someone who surprises me, I'm sure. I mean, you know, uh, Wolfglick won a regionals with a Screamtail, and that was, like, the most sick. slept on Paradox at that point. So, Bro, we love it. It's it's all about how these Pokemon fit into the meta game, right? Like, you know, I build Pokemon. Oh, by the way, Pokemon is home home is that we'll get we'll get to that. But like, like I've got my whole team. I've got all of my Pokemon from all the going all the way back, all the way back to Generation Seven. All my competitive mm-hmm. Pokemon, just drag and drop. You'll be able to use them in ranked in uh, July. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. Um, but yeah, 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 yeah. I'm excited. I think. Um, I mean, we have we have to also factor in that this thing is potentially evolving from the baby turtle. Yeah, I. Okay, so my thought process is still on. I think that the baby turtle and Terrapagos are going to have a relationship similar to Carbink and Diancy or Fiona Manaphy, where it's like related but not. It's related in lore, but not in the evolution. Right, yeah. like you, you're never going to have a Fionn evolve into a Manaphy. You're never going to have a Carbink evolve into a Diancie. But That's they are cute. very much connected. That's cute because then you can just like capture the Pokemon and you just mm-hmm. have it, and it's not that big of a deal. I, that actually yeah. makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I think I didn't, and I still don't like the baby Pokemon, the baby turtle. It doesn't look like a legendary, but sure. All right, so yeah, anyway, no, it doesn't look like a legendary. It, I'd believe it if they said it was a mythical. I I could believe that. I just think. We have. I have to. See I mean, the, but mythical designs have, have differed art. so much. Like mythicals, you, we've seen official art. No, we saw. Did we? Yeah, we got official art of it. I don't like the official art. Then <laughs> I thought we. I thought we only saw the anime art. No, no, we have. Um, if you go to the, uh, you know, Pokemon website, they've got official art of it. Yeah, I think. Um, I, I, I know seen you've it. seen it. I yeah. know you've seen it. It's been like one of my videos. All right. Yeah. So all right. Yeah, so we ter- covered it ter- here. Yeah, that's true. Terrapagos is a dragon rock type, and once restored, its ability will be broken. Okay. After the story ends, Blueberry Academy ends up being a battle facility similar to the battle tree in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. We were just talking about that, where you can team up and battle against other trainers from Paldea and other regions. This is cool. I think it's it's tough because like an old Pokemon game will establish an epic feature. And yep. then every game going forward, we want the same thing. And I think Sun and Moon, looking back, it does have a pretty cool uh, system where you can battle a whole lot of older mm-hmm. trainers. Not Tons. every single one. Not every single one, but a lot. More than enough. Yeah, a lot. And they're aged up, and they have they have different styles. Um, mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of on that same thing what we were discussing about like the Johto game, like where there's a progression of a lot of these characters, especially with red and in uh, in in blue. Yeah. Yeah. I um, would you be pumped? I, that's for the most tree? believable thing in this is uh, that uh, Blueberry Academy is totally going to be a battle facility. Yeah. Um, what kind? Just of because question. Uh, we didn't get a battle facility in um, Scarlet and Violet, so that's going to be our battle facility. Uh, I would really like it to be um, like the battle tree where we see trainers from past regions. Yeah. I'm. I'm not allowing myself to get my hopes up for that, though. Yeah, I kind of hope there's scientists there, and that's part of the plot, that there's scientists and they are recreating Paradox. So, or or some, they're recreating, like, uh, you know, like, maybe another, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, they could be recreating Paradox or recreating 
even legendaries, like existing Pokemon. And then we get some sort of... Uh, dude, m- one of my favorite features about Gen 8 was the Dynamax Adventures. I played that so much. It was fun. I could play it with friends. It was casual. I could shiny hunt. It was great. Um, I think something like that could be a lot of fun. And they're going to need some sort of way to introduce existing legends and have people be able to capture existing legends. Yeah. So whether or not that's like through a minigame style thing like uh, like uh, Dynamax Adventures or if it's uh like it could be at the it could be at um the academy or it could be somewhere else. It could just be another area in area 0. I could you know what I'm saying like I feel like whatever we're going to find out in this DLC, it's going to be that like the paradox are projections or are being created through something whether it's mm-hmm. Terpagos or something else. Um I could see there being like caverns in area 0, you know. I mean, I think it's I think it's a combination of both. I think it's Terpagos and um and your or someone's imagination. Um, yeah. There's a lot of uh, anime spoilers, so skip a little ahead. You know, if you don't want anime, anime spoilers, yes. but um, oh, you don't want them? I, I don't have to talk about <laughs> no, them. I'm, <laughs> but, kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, so in the anime, uh, you know, the big deal is, you know, obviously Liko's pendant is the Terrapagos baby, right? And then Roy has this Pokeball that had a black Rayquaza and you know the shiny Rayquaza Epic. and um he so like the, Roy talked about how he always wanted to be like this hero from this legend that traveled around with powerful Pokemon met legendary Pokemon stuff so a lot of people think that Terrapagos used Roy's imagination to bring the Rayquaza to life in the Pokeball and that's how the Rayquaza came to be. And then some people have taken that a little bit further because in the most recent episode as of recording, Brasius says that um, uh, he says something about how uh, Liko's dad wrote a story about a black Rayquaza. And he um, so some people even think the pendant might have brought that like subconscious memory from Liko because she probably grew up reading that story because her dad writes these children's books and so it brought the Rayquaza to life through Roy's Pokeball. Um so it, it also makes me wonder if Roy's Pokeball, like the ancient Pokeball, if that'll play a role in DLC, if maybe we'll run into that. Or if that's just like an anime spin on what we will see, you know? We we had a similar thing in Legends Arceus where like uh, I forget what it was called, but like the Ruby Ball, the the final the it was like it was like, ball, a, was it? like Yeah, the origin ball I think it's called where you that's like a key item that you use to actually capture one of the legendaries um that was such a cool thing like because we i think a lot of the magic of legends was the fact that there were like new pokeballs to craft that's always so special when there's like new pokeballs to use so i think if we got something like that in the dlc there's precedence uh and i think it'd be really cool yeah yeah no i i would uh I'd kill for new Pokeballs. That's the best thing. But truthfully, I'd kill just to be able to gather Apricorns and give them to someone who will make us yeah. the Apricorn Pokeballs. Uh, man, I'm telling you, uh, all Pokemon fans, we're suckers for those Apricorn Balls, man. They're so like, good. They are. They're so good. But I love that, like, people will be like, you know, like, I mean, the fact of the matter is everybody's like, Scarlet Violet has terrible graphics. If they had been like, you can buy Apricorn Balls from this store, everyone would be like, but it doesn't matter to me. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's um, a, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I don't think everything runs together. Uh, 
we didn't touch on this because this came out while um we were on a little hiatus because you were in Portugal. But uh, something else to talk about that we didn't even plan to talk about this episode okay. is that uh, um, we kind of have a better release window for the DLC now. Okay. Um, we know that the DLC will drop before October 1st. Okay. Um, the reason we know this is because uh, VGC is broken into different series. And uh, there was Series A right when, you know, Scarlet and Violet came out. And this allowed for the use of any Pokemon Scarlet and Violet uh, that was a part of the Scarlet and Violet decks, except for the Paradoxes or Legendaries. Then Regulation B had, it now allowed the Paradoxes. Regulation C now allowed the Ruinous Quartet. And then it's been announced that Regulation D comes out uh, starting July 1st. And this will allow any Pokemon that is not a big legend, like, you know, Kyogre, Coridon, those things. Uh, but, like, from home, too. So, like, I, I can use my Urshifu now. I can use Sneasler, Ursaluna, Hisuian mm. Samurai, Cantonian Taurus, whatever I want. I just traded over um, my shiny Cleavor. You'll, you'll be able to use that. Wonderful. Uh, but Regulation D runs from July 1st through September. Mm. So that means that October 1st, will be in regulation E. Well, that means there has to be a change in the rule set. And the only Caused change that what? I can possibly think of is, is that DLC. now they're allowing DLC mods. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, that's really great. And this is this is like you've like deducted that this is true. Oh, even Joe Merrick said it. Okay. Um, great. And, you know, Joe Merrick is super cautious. You know, he he had that thing bookmarked for the longest time, leaks, rumors, you know, his little breakdown. So you know, even Joe Merrick buys. Yeah, no, it's releasing before October first. That's honestly uh, so probably great. in September. You know, no one jumped the gun and think it's dropping in July, but it, it's yeah. probably dropping in September. Dude, that's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, we do have more of this uh, of this rumor. If you'd like to discuss it, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go through it. Um, okay, and to 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 add, you know, to kind of better segue, I think, you know, with it with the with the dlc right we're expecting mm. new pokemon uh i think a Absolutely. lot of us you know we're thinking like either paradox maybe convergence maybe regional evolutions it could be a lot of different things um it was kind of peculiar that there was only like what four regional forms uh in 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 paldea right so it feels like not maybe, even that i mean two right? and then one had different breeds <laughs> yeah exactly so <laughs> so i think you know i think there's a possibility that that could be it. We could get maybe like, you know, three, four, five regional forms and like that. Sure. Um, maybe like two, maybe like two is a safe number. Um, but then also paradox Pokemon, right? So this mm -hmm. rumor states that we're going to get 10 new paradox Pokemon, five for Scarlet, five for Violet. That makes sense. Um, and the interesting thing that this rumor suggests, which we also don't think is going to happen, but I think it is interesting is that each of these 10 new paradox are reverses or the opposite or the pair of the paradox Pokemon that we already have. So sure. for example, number one, terror wing, it's going to be a flying and rock type past paradox deli bird. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Very cool. So obviously the list is deli bird, Hariyama, Hydreigon, Tyranitar, and then a guard of war Gallade for Scarlet. And then a Jigglypuff, Amoongus, Mischievous Magneton Salamence for Violet. Um, before I get into these, you wanna you wanna add anything? 
Uh, yeah, well, uh, first off, I'd say they kind of disproved themselves just because uh, um, Pokemon Vibing on Twitter pointed this out. Um, good friend of mine, Evan. We've done several battles together. Great guy. He uh, he pointed out Jaded Paladin, which is the yeah. name for Paradox Gardevoir Gallade, is actually too long for the characters they use for the Pokemon name. Yeah, so, these names are so cool. Buster. Paradox they Pokemon are cool names. have the Some coolest names. I'm, yeah. I'm not... Giga Grapple makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. So there's Terra Wing, the flying and rock type Delibird. We've got, mm -hmm. and and let me know if any of these types stand out to you, or, or you're like, oh, we haven't seen that type before. Oh, that would be a really interesting type to use. We've got Giga Grapple, the dark and fighting type Hariyama. Um, and I'm imagining these Pokemon with like the signature past paradox, like the red spikes. The what do they have? Like they have claws. They have yellow eyes. Mm. Uh, so we've got Venom Fangs, kind of a boring name, but it's a dragon and poison type Hydreigon. That's cool. This one's cool. Atomic Drake. I love that. Atomic Fire, Drake's the best name on here. Yeah. Fire Dark type Tyranitar. Again, it's Godzilla, right? So Atomic makes sense. Atomic Drake is so dope. Jaded Paladin, again, a great name. Does not technically work. That's a Psychic and Steel type Gardevoir, Gallade, uh, Past Paradox. Um, and a lot of these, I'm also like, does that even make sense as a Past Paradox, right? What is that going to mm. be, like a caveman? I Dude, a Past Paradox Tyranitar would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it would. I, um, I, I, Tyranitar was one of my picks that I wanted to be past just because, like, yeah. With the whole Mecha Tyrantar, we kind of have an idea of what Tyrantar could look like in the future. Mm -hmm. So, like, it was the obvious choice to give it a future yeah. form. So, I was hoping they had take the obvious route. Yeah, yeah, Duraldon. Yeah, yeah, and it's like to be honest, for me, like uh, Iron, what is it? Iron spikes or Iron Iron whoa, thorns? Iron thorns isn't even that exciting. To me. I feel like it's too many. I feel like it should be a little bit more ferocious. It's fine to me, but it. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's whatever. Uh, unfortunately, Iron Thorns will always suffer because, you know, we kept up with, like, the leaks. And when the picture of Iron Thorns was leaked, yeah. the picture of Roaring Moon was leaked, and it was it was over. I mean, Done. Roaring Moon was like, oh, man. No comparison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Roaring Moon instead, right, would be a future paradox. It'd be Iron Meteor, Flying and Fire type, which is... Yeah, that's Charizard right there. Charizard, Moltres, Talonflame, Ho-Oh. Yeah. Um, we've got Iron Banshee with a normal electric type Jigglypuff. That's kind of I feel cute. like that should have been given to Mischievous. Yeah. Iron yeah, Banshee. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. What is a Banshee? Okay, so it's like it's like a shrieking ghost. Like Yeah, okay. Uh, I like that. Like they it's like a ghost that specifically like I mean just screeches like like blood curdling scream let's see when i'm in the forest and i go camping and the oh trees, this is gonna be a horror story dude and the trees sway it sounds like a ghost it's like mm -hmm. do you guys like how that sounds um asmr forest <laughs> yeah. noises i keep forgetting this is like recorded <laughs> iron fungus um, is poison oh yeah what do you have something to show to share oh yeah i just looked up a banshee and it is specifically a female spirit Okay. Whose wailing warns of an impending death in a house. It's from Irish legend. Oh my god. Oh my god. That's I'm gonna have nightmares. <laughs> yeah. That's horrifying. That's horrifying. 
But that's why it fit better for Mischievous, I feel like. I agree. I, I like that. Don't Iron do Banshee, Banshee on a non-ghost type. <laughs> Iron Fungus is going to be poisoning ghost type. Uh, again, that's Gengar. Some of these, these are classic types right here. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Amoongus. That's I, only Gengar too, if I'm not mistaken. I think I think it is, yeah. Iron Spirit is ghost flying, so that would be Mischievous. Mm-hmm. And then we have Iron Magnets, which is hilarious and stupid. Like, what else could it be, right? What else is Iron Magnets going to be other than Magneton? Right. But that would be they're they're saying it would be Steel and Rock type. So maybe it's like that doesn't even make sense. It's already futuristic, Magneton. Yeah. And then it says, yeah. yeah. And then it says also no Megas, no more Regionals, and no more Convergence. Which I don't know. I feel like no Megas for sure. No Convergence. I could see. I think there will be at least one Regional form. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so it, that's you the, know it, it may yeah. be only one. You know they might do like a like Isle of Armor. It only had, I mean you know you could say four because the birds and that's three. But in a way, I really only count the birds as like one regional form because like they weren't gonna you know give a regional form to Articuno and not Zapdos and Moltres. So yeah, but. I I think this is an interesting rumor because I hadn't mm-hmm. heard. Uh, this type of these type of paradox suggested before. I feel like maybe that's something that we thought about early on, but um, but yeah, I I I don't like this. I would rather just brand at this point. Give me brand new paradox. Mm-hmm. I think we're gonna get them. I think what it sounds like is we're gonna get Terrakion, Cobalion, Raikou, and Entei. I think that's gonna happen. Um, so I'm I'm fine with that. Just give me those. That that's fine. So do you think? that okay so you know you, the paradoxes take one typing from the original mon right yeah um and then they have a new typing would raikou entei mm. share the dragon typing with walking wake and then iron leaves or the cabalion terrakion share the psychic typing with leaves so then because that would mean that would mean that it would be electric dragon raikou fire yeah. dragon entei then steel psychic cabalion they're good types and rock psychic Terrakion. Yeah, Terrakion is not that great. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that could make sense and keep them all together. But also, the Paradox Pokemon didn't strictly abide by any sort of pattern. They kind of just yeah, got they, what they, they, they just kind of yeah, got they, what they got. They abided by the pattern of they have one type of the original Pokemon. Yes, but I mean, like you know, like all the iron ones weren't all steel or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, well, this one I would think would be different though because it's a trio with something. Yes, you know? yeah, and I agree, with, and I, I think that is a good suggestion. I think in a similar way to how psychic Coridon and Miridon were dragon. Yeah, so the fighting type, right, is physical. It's justice. It's uh, martial arts. It's mm-hmm. um, I feel like it's like the, not human, but like the you know what I'm saying. Like it feels very like down to earth. It, yeah. it's it's less elemental. It's more just like skill. It's, yeah, it's like skill. So. I feel like the opposite of that is brain power, right? So psychic mm-hmm. makes sense as, especially if we're going to be talking about like futuristic Pokemon, you would think, you think of like AI, right? Um, mm-hmm. Think of like robots. So if all of a sudden these like physical fighting forces, superhero, uh, this is Tarakion and Verzion and Cobalion. If mm-hmm. they are all of a sudden futuristic robots, they're going to be psychic type. That makes sense. And then for the beasts, um, dragon type is the ultimate beast. Right, that is the yeah. that is like the apex. Well, they're dinosaurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, assuming they're going to be dinosaurs. 
Um, I mean, yeah. I would think they are. I, th- I think they'll yeah, follow that pa- formula of the past ones will be dinosaurs and the future ones will be uh, robots. Yeah. I think it'd be really janky if they went back and forth and, like, Cobalion. So, like, Verizion is future, but, like, Cobalion is, like, past and then Tarakion is, like... That. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Just, like, make it I mean, one one. And I think, too, you know, the idea would be that they would tie into the same story yeah. as Walking Wake and Iron Leaf. So for that reason, I would think that they just do pass for the beast, yeah. future for the uh, um, cough, Scarlet stays winning cough. <laughs> I, I'd be happy with that, man. I would be happy with that. I think also they could do something else. But the thing that I run into when I'm thinking about this is that it's like, what are you going to pair? What competes with, with Dragon type, right? Like what is as cool or as powerful as dragon type well you know i you think that's fairy. why they went i think that's why they went psychic yeah because they yeah. already went yeah, psychic yeah. with iron leaves because i mean back in the day you know psychic was like the op type the only thing that was good against psychic was bug and all the bugs were incredibly weak and yeah, then no uh, like with the exception of scyther and pincer was okay yeah. um then you had uh no you're you absolutely right a, ghost could beat it but, but the there only was ghost no good was ghost poisons, so psychic can beat it. Yeah. Also, there oh, was yeah, no good. That's right. There, was, there was no good ghost moves in Gen One. It came down to the moves. There were like no good moves for those types yeah. that beat psychic. Yeah. So psychic you was just slash earthquake on everything you could and spam earthquake. <laughs> yeah, or slash and you used like uh, focus sash. I'm sorry, yeah. focus uh, energy. Yeah, focus energy. Yeah. So historically, psychic and dragon were the best types. So that you know, honestly, that makes the most sense, and I kind of like that. Um, mm. yeah, I think what I really want is some like old school Pokemon to get like new regional forms. I think the last wave of regional forms, especially in legends, um, has really maybe realized like there's a lot of potential, like Stantler is all, and I've, and not only potential, but I feel like Game Freak is bringing us the heat. Like what was mm-hmm. it that we just got, um, as a, as a regional evolution, like, like, from Gen One, yeah, Annihilate is incredible, and they done Dunsparce. We finally yeah. got Dunsparce evolution, dude. I mean, they, right? they seriously they've been picking fan favorites. I mean, like fan favorites for we won evolution for this thing. Stantler yeah. was something I was always seeing. Girafferig, Dunsparce, always seeing it. Primeape, I was seeing it. Even B Sharp, I, yeah. I had seen a lot of. I want B Sharp to become crazy. a king. You yeah, know? and it can game it. I mm. think, um, yeah, like if I just think of the list for Gen One. We got Venomoth, Arbuck, you know, even Marowak. There, there's a lot of Pokemon that I'm like, you just give them a third evolution, and and it's going to be so much fun. Is it for me? I want a Seeking evolution so badly. Seeking, yeah, that would yeah. be cool. It would be, uh, it would be like so. Goldine, Seeking, maybe like Sea Emperor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or like M Sea Pyre, M Emperor or something. Anyways, C C Monarch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I think, uh, dude, I, we need more regional forms. Anyways, all right. So, what we what we want to get into now is Pokemon Home. I have booted up my game and I have transferred some things, but truthfully, I'm still playing Zelda, uh, and so I have not. I've barely. I complained about Pokemon Home, uh, and I still haven't really touched it much. Um, but what, what is your experience been? Pokemon home has been with us now for like a week or so. Oh man. It's been refreshing. It really, really has. It's given so much, uh, life to the game. The only thing that could be better is, uh, getting, um, 
getting them already uh, available for ranked, that would have been really nice. Uh, but that's okay. July's not far away, and you know we can spend June getting our Pokemon ready for July. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's nice. I've done a lot of uh, you know on uh, one of my channels. I do battles with people, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. And it also it has uh, it has shaken things up. Like it, there was. A, a battle recently. I don't even remember the Pokemon that came out, but it was some Hisuian Pokemon. It was Cleavor. Yeah. Cleavor hit the field, and I had my uh, Hisuian Samurott out. And I, you know, I was like, uh, easy, we're going to hit Razor Shell. We're sharpness boosted. We're taking this Cleavor out. No Cleavor shot. outspread, and outsped, and U turn. And I'm sitting there like, Cleavor outspeeds. And turns out Cleavor and Samurott are at a speed tie. Cleavor's got like a base 85 speed. That's, so that's man. fun. You know, that we're now like, there's Pokemon Learning something that I'm new. having to learn. It's it's almost like a new generation in that regard. Yeah. And then, you know, I've had a ton of fun playing with uh, Ursa Luna is the top dog right now. Top bear, if you will. It is, uh, it's going to take over What's doubles. What's its speed? Um, its speed is 50. So okay. it's bad. But... That makes it super optimal for Trick Room. Okay. Um, in fact, one thing people are talking about is Trick Room has never been viable for singles, really. Uh, it is now because of Ursaluna. Another thing really? with Ursaluna. Who sets it oh, up? Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you is know, you just bulky? have another Pokemon on the team that will set it up, like a Bronzong, you know, a, a Hatterene, uh, you know, something. But, um, uh, yeah, the thing with Ursaluna is it's it's bulky. It's got great defense. It's got amazing HP. Uh, its special defense isn't shabby. Um, and then it has base 140 attack. And then on top of that, it has the ability Guts. And then on top of that, it can learn Facade and it's normal type. Dude. So you get Stab Facade that is Guts boosted and you're burned by just holding a Flame Orb. That thing is smacking anything out of here. Then you can tear it into a normal type. So now it gets an even bigger stab boost from facade. You know, so, I mean, it, it seriously, it's horrifying. It, I didn't. I've so, said it. Oh, you can. Ursa you can Ring's just as slow. So I ran an Ursa Ring Ursa with that. Ursa Ring's a little bit faster, I think. It says its speed is fifty-five. Okay, yeah, so it's five points faster. <laughs> is it? Oh, okay, Ursa Luna's. But 50. it also it also gets uh, Ursa Ring also gets quick feet. Um, okay. Ursa Luna doesn't get access to So that. I ran an Ursa Ring with both of those sets in Gen 5, and that was a ton of fun. Um, it's crazy to think that that's actually back, and you're saying it's, like, viable. Oh, it's not just viable. Like, even uh, Justin Tang is um, a recent uh, guy who's been dominating um, in the uh, uh, VGC circuit. He, he made top eight um, at Milwaukee. He won Fort Knox and uh, or maybe it was fort worth i don't know he he's won two regionals in one season this is his first time playing vgc and even he has said a nurse luna will win worlds bro i can't wait um i'm gonna trade mine over and i'm gonna oh dude i'm gonna crush you with it mm, now that you, you just taught me the set i'm gonna use it now oh yeah no that's 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 the set too like that's not my set that is everyone is running like you may as well at this point not have anything else on your Ursaluna. you just need facade you don't so you don't you know, even use high horsepower you don't even use earthquake what i have on mine is it's, so it's got singles. coverage it has play yeah. rough too That's oh yeah good. no it's got a lot of coverage i run on mine uh, head, headlong rush uh i run on mine facade 
Um, I run Earthquake. I run because I do singles. Uh, if you did doubles, you might want to swap that out for Headlong Rush or something. But uh, I run Play Rough, and then I have Protect on mine. That way I can turn one, I can Protect, yes. and just go ahead and get my burn. Okay. Um. Because you know the the burn on you don't want to take yeah you don't want to take like eighty percent and then get burned right well and, and then, then also you don't know they might go for knockoff and that's then you true. lose your flame orb that's true so but Dude, yeah it's I'm it's look, a, I, it's a great bond for the first time I'm like back on Cerebi right now just like looking at different stats um, because like the thing is when these Pokemon were introduced in Legends there was a completely different like gameplay setup or what do you call it? like uh like uh battle mechanics right mm-hmm. there wasn't even like it wasn't truly the same like battle system yeah it was like it was turn based in a complete more like a board game where mm-hmm. like you could stack your turns yeah dude even weirder like the model right here on Cerebi looks really clean is is weirder any good? It's got it's got it looks like a mixed attacker, but it's slow. I've it's heard got, that it might be a niche mon in doubles. Yeah. I have not played around with it yet in singles, so I cannot I like the attest Megamore. to it. Yeah. Um it's not a its stat spread isn't something that I'm used to, but that doesn't mean it's bad. You know, I, I used... mean you just like the anime, you, you one thing I've really learned from doing these uh um, battles against people. Uh, most of the yeah. time, you know, I just battled friends, so I'm battling like the same like four people, right? But mm-hmm. I battled, you know, ten plus different people at this point, and you really do learn that some strategies you cannot pull off, but that guy can. You know, mm. I mean, it, it, it's everybody can do different things. It's looking like Basque Legion has a similar set. Basque Legion's also terrifying. It, uh, look, Legion, it doesn't look that powerful. The, I mean, it's got high attack, but what does it have? The what, big what's deal its ability? With it, the is big the... deal with it is it gets adaptability and swift swim. Same type of attack um, bonus, yeah. Adaptability, obviously, higher stab, and uh, swift swim going to you know be a lot speedier in the rain. And then it gets the move by egg move, last respects. And what last respects does is it's base 50 power move. But for every Pokemon that's already fainted, oh, it's another what? 50 power. So oh, if man. you send Basil Legion out last and you have the rain set up, you're going to have Swift Swim. So you're you're going to outspeed a lot of things. Yeah. And you're going to have Last Respects that's going to do a base 300 power. On top of that, you have your stab from you being a ghost type. Then you can Terra into a ghost type. So you have an even greater stab on that. You can basically run a last respects that has 600 base power. Oh my god! And have people used that successfully? Because it's kind of a I have not it's kind battled of a gamble. someone. I have not battled someone who has used a Basil Legion. However, I've only done uh, three or four battles post home at this point. So it it needs Rockhead. It needs to protect itself from from uh, recoil. Yeah, and Wave Crash, sure, but if you're not even planning on clicking Wave Crash and you're just going to go for Last Respects. That's true. What, where it's, but it's got Wave Crash. Most people are smash. for Swift Swim that, I've, that I have like seen people talk about. Most people are okay, op- that makes opting sense. for Swift Swim. Yeah, because I'm looking at its stats right now, and it's like it just looks slow. But I guess if it's got Swift Swim in a rain team, it's, mm-hmm. probably, it's probably pretty nice. Mm-hmm. My favorite sets growing up were, and I granted, I played, I played singles, and I played with hometown friends i never really uh, that's not yeah. even true i played online too i played on showdown but my favorite sets i would always try to work out or try to figure out a just like a generally bulky pokemon with a lot of attack mm. um 
I don't even what is that like lawbreaker? Yeah. Or I loved using that's Snorlax. how I got into Go Goat. That's how I got into uh I tried to use um Swampert quite a bit. Um Swampert's good. Yeah, dude, this is cool to see all these new Pokemon. What about Overquill? I'm looking at Overquill right now. Overquill's also going to be a big deal because of Swift Swim, and it's okay. a dark poison type, so it's only weak to ground. Did we have um, access to these stats before? We did once Scarlet and Violet dropped. You okay, know, cause okay. The thing, technically, they had stats and uh, abilities coded in in Legends. But they were different. But some of them changed. Like, Hisuian Samurott still had its hidden ability lifted at, listed as shell armor. But okay. then Scarlet and Violet, they introduced the new ability Sharpness, and it turns out Hisuian Samurott's hidden ability is now Sharpness. Okay. Um, Sneasler. What about Sneasler? It's got Poison Touch. About a Sneasler. A lot of attack. pretty scary. It's got a lot of a lot of attack and speed. All right. It looks pretty fragile, though. I saw someone. It is fragile, but it's, you know, it's it's your classic glass cannon. Yeah. Um. The thing with Sneasler that I've seen that was really scary was uh, someone... So Sneasler has a signature move called Dire Claw. And what yeah. Dire Claw does is it has a chance to like paralyze poison. Uh, I I think that's it. It might put... I don't think it puts to sleep. But either way, uh, Dire Claw does a status infliction. That's Sneasler cool. also gets Poison Touch as a uh, hidden ability. Or not hidden ability, just as an ability. Okay. And, you know, Poison Touch makes it where anytime you use a move that does contact, you have a chance to poison, even if the move doesn't. Like, you can use Brick Break and have a chance to poison. Well, Sneasler, uh, with, dire, with Dire Claw and Poison Touch, it's counted as two different rolls. And what that means is Sneasler can use, uh, the video I watched, Sneasler used Dire Claw on an Arcanine with a Lumberry. And so yes. it paralyzed the Arcanine. And so the then Arcanine the Arcanine heals itself. Lumberry. And then it does but it then again. the poison touch activates, so it basically poisoned through a lumberry. That's really cool. That's honestly really cool. Uh, I don't know how niche that is, but yeah, I mean, that it's, sounds you like know a that's like set. super clutch, and you're you're rolling two dice there, so it's but it's right. it's fun. I got one more question before we get into the controversies. Yep. Um, Hisuian Typhlosion is that any good? I'm looking at the I stats right now. It's slower. It's got. Yeah. It's got a little bit higher special attack, which might be good. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm trying to look at its move set right now because Typhlosion has always suffered with move. Bad move uh, set, yeah. Yeah, bad and, move set. And you're seeing the same thing with Hisuian Typhlosion. Okay. Uh, it gets a few more ghost moves. Um, I don't even know if Cantonian Typhlosion, or Jotonium rather, uh, got yeah. any ghost moves. But um, does, it, does it still get uh, the, the, the move that it gets where it loses its typing? Burnout? I actually yeah. don't know if it gets burnout. I'm not, I'm not seeing sure. it right now. I don't even know if that's a if that's even in generation nine. Yeah, it might have been scrapped in this gen. I don't know. Um, that's the set I ran. But, but uh, I have not had much luck with it. But I have only tried it once. Okay. Um. It oddly enough, it was a Sneasler. It was battling and got. Uh, I switched in on it. Um. Because I needed to preserve something and uh, the Sneasler. Got it to below half health with the first move, and then took me out with the second. So I was like, okay. <laughs> oh boy. So I didn't. It didn't have much of a chance to shine, but it, it didn't shine. Well, I'll tell you this: I have all of my new Pokemon now, and I don't need to spend hours recreating teams. So we we definitely gotta get some battles in. That'd be a lot of fun. We do. Be... I can't believe you've battled my wife, and you haven't battled me. <laughs> Dude, she was a she was a worthy opponent. I think I beat her. Did I beat her? No, she no, beat she me. Beat you. <laughs> 
Selective memory. Okay. Let's get yeah. into the controversy. <laughs> okay. So, controversy. Had to had to drink my mango madness for this. What's um, the Snapple fact for today? Uh, oh, let's see. Uh, you uh, it was something about me. polar bears. Uh, so, polar bears can smell a seal from 20 miles away. Interesting. They sound... Either either a seal is smelly or the polar bear is just really hungry. It does seem interesting that they specifically point out they can smell a seal. So can yeah. they not smell a human or a fish or a penguin? It you might know? be a seal. They probably just like recognize the scent. Yeah. We should start having Yeah, you know, that makes thoughts. sense. That makes sense. <laughs> we just <laughs> we're here today with uh you know, Bindi it's not, Irwin. <laughs> it's not a podcast without misinformation. Right. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah. So, so, let, so Lumi, let us know what's happening. I think you said it was primarily, or there was an event in Korea. Um, yeah. but then there are other things that you would like to discuss, uh, in some of these other regions. I honestly have no idea what this is. I saw a little bit online, but I did not look into it and you wanted to see my raw reaction. So let's get yes, into it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it would be best to have a raw conversation. You have no prior research. Um, so I'm going to read Nash's little thing about what okay. happened like to prompt all this the context okay. uh so before we go in a little bit of background in the korean vgc format and just so we're clear this is actually true of like japan's format too uh korea i believe is a little worse but this is a problem and we'll talk about it in japan as well before covid we used to have three different in real life events that led up to finals in which each gave out cp cp is what you gain to get into worlds you need like in america you need 300 cp to qualify for worlds um then uh, he goes on to say this cp is or this circuit point is exclusive in korea as we have an independent circuit as japan does so you know their circuit doesn't cross over with other ones it's just in korea you have to do these you know whereas i uh, hear like paul chua is an american player but he went over to um uh, EUIC, the European International Championships, and he won it and was able to get CP from it. Even though he's an American player, he got CP from a European event. It's not okay. like that in Korea. You have to get your points from a Korean event. Okay. Um, the last Emerald Life event that was had in Korea was in 2019, and the South Korean v VGC community has never seen one since. Wow. Uh, so, you know, COVID happened emerald life events you know halted you know e even worlds didn't happen for like two years i think it was yeah uh so you know there was only one gen 8 worlds uh but yeah so it, it it impacted us all but the idea is you know a lot of places are getting back into the swing of things and korea's not they only gave one online double elimination tour the trainers cup each year and that was it last year when worlds were back players were curious as to how Pokemon Korea plans to give invites. No explanations were made, and they proceeded with the online tour like normal. After the tour, they suddenly announced that the, so after this thing is completed, after the players have already participated and won or lost, they announced that the top four of this cup will be invited to day two at Worlds. This was excluding juniors and seniors. That's the different age divisions. There's juniors, seniors, and masters. Um, so like Dusty, you and I, if we did VGC, we'd be yeah, in the yeah. masters division. Um, I don't know the exact 
age rankings, but uh, no, or the age sense. brackets rather. But yeah, um, so this was only eligible for masters. So basically, only masters can get a day two invite in worlds. So if you get a certain amount of championship points, you can skip the first day of worlds. Um, that's that's why you see like uh, Justin Tang, Wolf Glick. They have already qualified for Worlds. They've been qualified for Worlds for a while now. But they're still participating in events, and the reason why that is is because they're trying to earn that Day 2 invite to Worlds, as well as you can earn, like, uh, travel payments. Like, like they will basically, like, pay for you to fly to Worlds and stuff like that if you get high enough. Um, but anyways, this year, again, they announced nothing until March. So March of this year, keep in mind, Worlds is in August. So five months out from Worlds, they finally announced something. And they announced that there will be a circuit where they will give invites to the Trainer Cups for the top 50 Korean players of each Global Challenge, which is the monthly tournaments they do. Like, I entered the Global Challenge. My wife entered the Global Challenge. They're going to pick the top 50 from it and then, uh, you know, use that. So basically, the big issue here is that Korea, um, Pokemon Korea, not Korea the country, um, but Pokemon Korea, is not communicating with their players and is doing everything last minute. You know, after this tour is over, they go, okay, the top four of you get to go to World's Day 2. And it's like, well, yeah. well, I wish I had done that beforehand. You know, like, imagine you compete in something, you think you're just having a good time, and then they tell you, Oh, well, you shouldn't have been having fun because uh, that was very important, you know? Yeah. Um, And then... That... Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. The thing for me is... So I've never been to a... Uh, I've never been to a tournament. I've never uh, participated in a tournament. From mm. what, but from what I can tell, there's a lot of sacrifice that goes on when it comes to you know your time, your weekends, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all the time training leading up to it. There's a lot of you emotional... also you're, you're spending money. You know, yeah. you're if if I'm going to the Milwaukee tournament, I don't live in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. I'm having to pay for either a flight or gas to go to Milwaukee, and yeah. then I'm paying for nights in a hotel. I'm you know gonna have to buy food you know for, for Pokemon, while I'm which there. Is so. I mean, that's that's the tournament themselves cost money. They're like seventy dollars yeah. dinner. Yeah, the thing for me is like, and I even have this right where I'm like, well, it's not it's not like a traditional sport, so you know, is it really that valuable? It's just a video game. That's not me putting that on other people. I'm saying like right. that's for my, me. That's my wrong. No, no, that's my wrong thinking. That like it's uh -huh. not as valuable or whatever. People are, you know, I love Pokemon, right? I I spend all my time and money on the game. I just don't compete. Um, but to think to go the extra mile for for this kind of um, for this kind of play, right? To contribute to the overall franchise and the community and the history of of Pokemon, right? And yeah, to just not be. I don't know. I mean, I think that sucks. That really, that really sucks for the players. Um, from what from what I can hear, that that that's that's really disappointing. Yeah, no, it's 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 horrible. It's um, yeah, it's it's really sad. It uh, yeah. I mean, it. There's really not much more you can say that. So this is how we get to the specific event that happened. Something okay. went down. So basically, uh, Korea had this um some kind of circuit where these people were going to be able to, uh, the top four, you know, are going to get their day two worlds invites or whatever. And the, uh, so the top four trainers are decided. These top four trainers, all Korean players, of course, they say, hey, you know what? We've already made our, uh, like we've already made it to worlds because we just have to be in the top four. 
you know, it doesn't matter if you're number one, two, three, or four. We're in the top four. We've made it to Worlds. So let's the four of us plan a protest to how Pokemon Korea is treating their players and how they're not communicating with us. Uh, they're constantly, you know, giving us like the short end of the stick and all, you know, they're all this stuff. Well, one of the players sets his team because you have to set your team like uh, before the match. You know, I can't just walk in with any team. You, yeah. you go ahead and set it in online. Yeah. Uh, one of the players sets in his team and gets an email. Hey, uh, you're disqualified and number five is now taking your place. What? And he's like, uh, he's like, okay, well, why was I disqualified? And they're like, we're not going to tell you that. So this is after they have decided publicly to protest? They hadn't decided publicly, only amongst themselves. Um, yes. At least to, that's the way that I have seen the story presented. Maybe that's wrong. But either way, so... Interesting. I mean, so, and this is, this is obviously very, this is, this is Pokemon Korea. This is like in... This yes. Is the Pokemon yeah. company. Well, right. no. Uh, so, you know, you have the Pokemon company. They're organizers. And, is that what it is? Yeah, this is like organizers. This is, you know, like, like, uh, you know, you have the Pokemon company in Japan, but then you yeah. also have, you have Pokemon Europe, you have Pokemon uh, the US, you have Pokemon Korea, and then not only that, but Pokemon Korea is broad, you know, that's going to be covering plush sales, all this stuff that happens yeah. in Korea. You know, this is a subsection of that that handles events. So do you know? we know why? Do we know why they uh, they ended up pulling the plug? Because that's something that I think I've been seeing online for the past couple months where uh, Nintendo has been like, this is Nintendo, this is, you know, it's yeah. related but different, um, where Nintendo has been just like, you know, seasoned assisting like YouTubers for messing around with their like Zelda games. Yeah, yeah, you know, the big meme about where they're yeah. like, tag your favorite Zelda creator, and then they go and DMCA all of them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, um, you think this is something like this where they're, like, trying to... I don't know, like, why would they do that? I don't... Is there any evidence for why they would block the person? If they don't know about... If they don't know about their coup, their, like, uh, their, you know, what, what their, their little, like, protest that they're trying to do, like, I, I don't know. How would yeah. they know? Why would they do that? I, I mean, maybe they didn't know, you know, maybe it was obvious that this was happening. I imagine what it was, was they saw the player's team, and, uh, because that's, as the story continues, that's, you know, kind of what you get into is how they plan to protest, and they probably saw how he was planning to protest. And what this was, was they basically yeah. decided, and for the record, this fifth guy who replaced the dude who was disqualified. Isn't going to protest. No, they talked to him and he was like, oh yeah, I'm 100% in. Because another oh, thing okay, they were okay, protesting good. too is how they weren't giving this opportunity to the juniors and yeah. seniors as well. Um, but he was like, yeah, I'm all in. What they decided to do as a protest was run only metronome teams. So oh, I, see, I see the headline right now. How top Korean players ended up disqualified for metronome. So they were right. all going to compete with metronome? They were all going to use metronome. So I imagine what happened is uh, the they first saw... guy that got disqualified probably entered his team in. They saw that it was all metronome and went, oh, this is like, a he's joke. trying to, because they didn't like that because it's not competitive, right? Like, yeah. you know, you're deciding it by basically rolling a dice. Yeah, um, you're you're basically not competing. Right. Well, yeah. uh, but I mean. For and it would make two, them look bad. That makes total sense then. Yeah. If that if that's why, then that makes total sense why. I mean, it's not, I'm not, I don't agree with it, but I'm saying like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense why they would then just be like, all right, there's the red flag, cut them. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, these people enter their teams 
And then they all get an email that, hey, top four has been canceled, and these top four players are disqualified. They do yeah. not get their world's invite. They stated the reason why is, um, yeah, the top four, you know, or really the top three and then the fifth guy who replaced yeah. the fourth guy. Yeah. So the I'm going I'm to read to you the exact reasons they put. They, they put two reasons. This is quoted from Pokemon Korea as the acts that got these players disqualified. One, an act of causing harm to other participants or giving an offensive image. I mean, yeah, I could... And that's, then that's broad enough to I get that. I mean, it's yeah, broad. I, it's broad. But uh, then they said for two other actions that Nintendo Company uh, Limited and the Pokemon Company and its subsidiaries deem inappropriate. Yeah, um, See, this is all just like jargon. It's like doesn't mean right. anything, but it means exactly. This what they is Pokemon to Korea exercising their right to be able to disqualify someone over anything they want. Yeah, um, I, I think what they're not thinking about, and I don't, again, I do not know cultural differences. I do not know if this <laughs> is even, if the people at Pokemon Korea are, like, in Korea, or I, I don't know any of this. I but believe me, they are, but yeah, I guess whatever, that would be speculative. Whatever I'm seeing right now, this is just, like, they're not thinking about, like, how this is obviously going to make them look. Um, yeah. And then it's, like, are they hiding something? Like, I think something that we... I think that most people, most corporations, whatever you want to say, I think the best practice um, for 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 most situations is if you if you screw up, just be like, all right, you know, because of COVID, we don't have we have limited resources, whatever, whatever. Here's the miscommunication. Uh, we'll do better next year, right? And then like, I don't know, like I feel like if 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 yeah. if a company's not even going to do that, then what are we going to do? Then assume the worst. Or they assume you're, you know, trying to get away with something. Yeah. Well, it it arguably gets worse because okay, about we a week Buckle later, up. about a week later, uh, Pokemon Korea announces, hey, those four trainers, they are indefinitely banned from participating in any VGC related event. And they said okay. the reason why is because the Pokemon were modded. So they were like hacked mods. So that's a lie. Actually, we do know that at least one of the teams, they did indeed mod them in. How would you know that? Uh, they, um, they've they released like the rental code for their team, and so you can analyze and you can see this was a Pokemon okay, that was okay. caught in the wild with six perfect IVs. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, the, the interesting thing about this is that Pokemon Korea, if they had done that from the beginning... Yeah. You know what I mean? It would look like they had a valid reason. Like, if they had yeah. said from the beginning, we're well, disqualifying these players because their mods are hacked. It'd be like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense. But instead, they go, we're disqualifying them because we're offended. And then a week later, they go, wait, no, 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 no. This were is hacked. actually what? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so this, this goes back to the larger conversation, uh, you know, where the truth is, is that the Pokemon company actually doesn't care about cheating, right? Or, or sorry, the Pokemon... Uh, what is it? The VGC, right? They actually yeah. they 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 turn a blind eye to There's cheating, to hacking. There's a lot hacking, of hacking, right? In VGC. Yeah, it's it's like I mean, and I you you want to hear my opinion? I don't care. Do it. I know I know you think differently. Yeah, no, I feel differently, but <laughs> I I think there's nothing wrong with that. I think to me it's like this is what I've discussed with my buddies with with Bedford's Best and 99 Pidgey. 
what it comes down to is all right, this is what it is. Like if you spend all your time to create your Pokemon organically, that's great, right? But if you mod or 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 you know, if you gen in your Pokemon, right? If you hack them in, that's like getting a sponsor or like free gear, right? That's the difference to me. I'm like it's free gear versus having to go out and buy all your gear. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's, I feel it's like you're a getting it differently on it because you're it's, getting an advantage, but it's this. It's like you're not breaking the rules. You're still playing the game. See, but in a way, you are because you're you're not. No, I don't know. But it. Well, let's have record, a, let's, I, I mean, I, I'll have this discussion. I've talked about this a lot care. offline. At the end of the day, I actually don't care if you uh, mod your Pokemon. I don't care if you hack in a level 100 Cherish Ball, Shiny, Empoleon. Yeah. I don't care. I, the the place I draw the line is that there should be uh, when uh like if I if I have my shiny one hundred cherish ball and polion that is a hundred percent hacked and I battle you I should make sure you were okay with me using a hacked and polion in that battle what Likewise, like an official event or just between you and me at an official event as well but even just between you and me i think i think it's about consent right like you know that's fair if I, you I, no, I, I kind of okay feel like that. with me using a hacked mon I, you know no, I, i'm kind of okay with that if you and i were like hanging out like if we're if we're hanging right. out right together at the house right we're we're just like you know crushing some snapple right and we're yeah. like and we're just playing we're playing some some pokemon and we whip out our teams and then it's like okay we're gonna battle now and then you have all these hacked legendaries, and I'm like, "What are you doing? This isn't fun, right?" Yeah. I get, I get that. Right. Likewise, but I think don't yeah. wonder trade them. Don't wonder trade them. Do I, not because you're corrupting other people's save files. It's great that you want them and you want your hacked mons on your game, but I don't know. I don't want hacked mons on my game, so don't wonder trade me your hacked mons. Yeah, keep that, them on your game. Yeah, the conversation's like, what is ethical versus what is legal? I think. There, I think hacking your Pokemon is illegal, but I'm like, I don't think there's really that big of a problem with it. Again, yeah. as long as the Pokemon, because I've been, I've had like home, I've had homemade, like local tournaments in high school, and the first battle, I go up against my neighbor, and he's got a he's got a Venusaur, sorry, he's got an Ivysaur, not even a Venusaur, he's got an Ivysaur using Dig, and he also had a Pikachu using Dig, and I'm like. What are you doing? Well, Pikachu and then, can learn dig. I don't know about Ivysaur, but Pikachu can learn Can it? Dig. I don't think it can. Yeah. Pikachu can learn dig. Get it? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, someone fact check him because I don't think I'll he can. I'll fact check myself right now. Or, but the, the Ivysaur freaked me out, though, because then it, what he told me was like, he was what like, gen? oh, uh, like Gen 4 or something. Gen 5. I think it was Gen 4. And he used, uh, he said Bulbasaur. He said Bulbasaur used dig in the anime, so it's legal. And I said, Pikachu what? does get dig. Does it? Yeah. Bulbasaur, I know for a fact Bulbasaur does, does not. not. Maybe does not. Ivysaur does. I'm no, it does not. Ivysaur he, does he, not. I know he cheats. I've seen his his action <laughs> I know replay. He cheats. I've seen his action replay. And that was annoying because I'm like, okay, well, you're using – like what is stopping you from giving Mewtwo – you know, that's a bad example because it might know Flamethrower. But like you give your Ivysaur Flamethrower, right? Like, you can give whatever, anything. And that's Some breaking the rules. would be – so broken if they just have one more move. So I like, know that's what I'm you. saying. Now, for the record, in VGC, they'd never allow something like that. It's exactly. really just people don't want to take the time to like get something perfect IVDV. Now, for the record, exactly. I think in this modern day of Pokemon, it does not take that long to do that. Just do it. 
But sure, but I think where it comes down to is like, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong because I haven't like I haven't spent a lot of time since like 2020 maybe um, actually like creating new Pokemon. But like even just like removing stats, like removing IVs, sorry, removing mm-hmm. EVs, adding new EVs, right? Um, getting the negative whatever you need. Like there's all sorts of alterations that I think happens. So like it it's not like you just create a team of six and then you play them. It's like you have to create your team of six, right? You have, to, you have to, like, theorize what your Pokemon are going to be, create your team of six, right, then battle, and then adjust, and then learn mm-hmm. and battle again, and then adjust again. And I feel like that gets that would get super annoying. I feel like that yeah. is where I'm like, if I'm doing this competitively, you know, like, not to call anyone out, but, like, you know, if I'm, 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 if I'm top of the game, right, and I'm running, like, a really successful YouTube channel, that's what I would do. I would, I'm like, I'm going to gen. I'm going to, like... I don't see anything wrong with that. Obviously, it's illegal, so therefore... It's illegal in Japan. It's not everywhere, but it is in Japan. No, it's illegal to gen in uh, everywhere. Not in America. Yeah, dude, you can't... No, I'm sorry. Not illegal. I'm sorry. Illegal for VGC. Oh, yeah, for VGC. Not illegal. No, like, in Japan, it's like actual, like, arrest. Yes, yes. (laughs) But I'm saying, like... there was the guy who traded uh, Perfect IV, Shiny, uh, Sword and Shield, Sobbles, and... um, he he went to he went oh, to so jail. Yeah. So when you were saying Wonder Trade, I didn't even think of that. I just mean like, yeah, that's honestly that's stupid. Um, that's that arresting that person that is immoral. That okay, is here bad. you go. Here that's you go. the real problem. So this is uh the this is an article from Eurogamer. So you know official stuff when it comes to these kind of things. Yeah. They said Asai News via Kotaku reports that an unnamed man was caught selling modified Sobble to another player for 4,400 yen, about 30 euros, I've purchased. subsequently gave a confession. But it goes beyond Sobble. The man, who is currently unemployed, is said to have made (laughs) 1.1 million yen, about 8,000 euros, selling thousands of modified creatures. It's likely this is what caught the authorities' attention. See, that's different than making the Pokemon. proudly displayed the computer used to modify the Pokemon in question. Um, Quote, We have confirmed that some users are playing Pokemon Sword and Shield and Pokemon Home using illegally modified data, the company wrote. This is what Pokemon Company issued a statement about it. Quote, We will regularly monitor and respond to fraudulent and annoying acts so that our users can enjoy themselves with peace of mind. We look forward to your continued support of the Pokemon series, end quote. Yeah, that's hilarious, but also the reason why he's getting arrested is because he's selling stuff, right? Yeah, he's yeah like, absolutely. He's, he's, like, he's like smuggling. Absolutely. I what mean, is that called? It's like selling drugs. Blaine's right? lives in Japan, and he's giving them away for free. He's not going to jail, you know? Yeah, so. ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. But, bro, bottom line, this is ridiculous that people are getting like... Dude, ban them from the tournament. Ban them for life. Get out of here, dude. Well, that's and cr- that's the thing. That's too, crazy. Because that, uh... you're, dude. Those are like, if that happened to me, if I'm just like chilling and I mean, I don't know, man. If if that would be so insulting and like violating, it would feel violent. I'm like, I'm spending money to get out of my way to spend time and money and mm-hmm. whatever resources to play Pokemon, and now Pokemon's. I'm protesting because I care, you. and you spit in my face. Yeah, dude. It's that's honestly. Well, and that's where I'm like, is Pokemon in charge of this? Is Pokemon making decisions? It, it is not the Pokemon company making decisions. It is a, um, and this is something that was friendly. pointed out by Wolf, uh, by Nash, et cetera, et cetera. But um, 
another thing too is that Nash pointed out that in the past there's been a lot of the times that like you said Pokemon is kind of like hacked on, you know, like I don't see it, you know. But you can't see it. It's, it's a real it's a real Pokemon. When it has come to the forefront in Pokemon Korea, yeah. they have issued at most a series ban. So, you know, we're in series uh we're in the uh Scarlet and Violet VGC series. You're banned for Scarlet and Violet. Come back in Gen 10. They told these players, you were banned for life. So, it's Dude. clear your issue was not the hacked Pokemon, because you're not yeah. following the protocol from hacked Pokemon. Yeah. Your issue is that someone stood up to you. Bro, God and bless And for America. the record, in a really... In a really we can protest. That's awesome. That's In a really like, peaceful way, too, that they... Uh, they they protested too like yeah there's so they could i mean obviously i'm not Twitter again just uh, you know yeah but that actually would have been an effective protest if they were able to get onto the stage and then like they bring up metronome and then metronome well there's no stage it's all from home remember there's no in-person events oh so there's no uh, so this is the most they could do is just make metronome mons and send them in but i mean that's such would a there be video would there be a, video of it though like like i'm thinking i have of no idea area. I'm thinking of the narrators, right? Like when you got a, uh, when you get, I, you know, I remember seeing Jay Witz like narrating. I'm like, yeah. what's, what's he going to say? Like, oh, and then he's got metronome. Oh, and then this one's got metronome. And then oh, I don't it's think they do. Body. I think they do release like, I, I'm not sure. So, you know, don't take me uh, like word for sure. word on this, but um, I think they release a video, but there's no announcers. Um, They All would right. just like be like, oh, here's the finals match from the Pokemon trainers cup. But, like, the big deal is that, you know, it. they could have given offensive nicknames to their Pokemon. They could have done, like, you know, yeah, the names, like, Korean VGC, then the next Mon, you need the next Mon to change. You yeah. know, they didn't. Yeah. Their names were Arbeliva. Their names were Gothitelle. Whatever they were, you know. And Louis, they just it had sounds like you got to run a protest. That That's clever. But, I mean... You know, they, they definitely would have been banned. Like, they've been banned a lot quicker for that. <laughs> that lifetime ban would have been announced a week later or earlier, well, dude, I mean. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty awful. Is there any way we can, like, help support this? Um, I mean, you know. Uh, what, what's Twitter saying? Everybody's just kind of commenting about it. I think that's just the thing is, like, you know, if, if uh, people are watching this, you got a Twitter account, you know, tag, like, I don't know, Pokemon Korea, tag the pokemon company even uh not the american one that's not going to do anything but the like japanese one because that's head honcho and just you know say like been hearing about the things going on in pokemon korea you know we stand with the uh, korean players the top four finalists you know this is really terrible really hope something changes you know i, I think that's the idea it's actually really sad because um uh when this information got to the West, instead of, you know, standing in solidarity with the Korean players, the first thing we did was people got mad that Joe Merrick worded the report a certain way. And then people got mad that those people were critiquing on how the report. And so immediately it gets to the West immediately. Attention's away. We're just fighting amongst ourselves. Just sad. But yeah, I mean, I think that's really all you can do is just, you know, tweet about it, draw attention to it, you know, like. If it was trending, maybe your Pokemon would see it. Because, I mean, that's probably the idea. Head Honcho probably doesn't even know what's going on, you know? Yeah, I think, but, I think um, you're right. 
but well, a similar thing is happening in Japan where like they're having a lack of Emerald Life events and there was a thing recently where Ray Rizzo was that's a three times world champion. Um so huge VGC player, been a VGC player for a long time. He qualified for worlds and then it was announced, oh, we're now invalidating that tournament. So you don't qualify for the worlds. Then he qualified for a tournament that would decide if he could go to day two at Worlds. And he went on his game and realized he couldn't enter the tournament because he restarted his game. Now, in the past, they would use your Nintendo account to let you into these tournaments and stuff. So, like, it didn't matter. Dusty, you could restart Scarlet and Violet and go participate in the regionals of Milwaukee. Then restart Scarlet and Violet, go participate in the regionals of Fort Wayne. And it'd all be fine because they're seeing it's the same. It's the, you know, Dusty Go-Go Nintendo account that you're using. But with this guy, it's his save file. And so with his save file, they, they were using his save file to determine it. So since he restarted, he basically forfeited all that. But it, that wasn't explained to him. Um, so, again, that's the big issue is just lack of communication. I was going to say communication needs to be uh, mm-hmm. fixed immediately. Oh, yeah. Um, dude, it's horrible. It's so bad. It's this is so, awful. so bad. You know, sounds a lot like Pokemon Home. Sounds a lot like all these yes. other issues that we've been running into where people don't want to, or the company doesn't want to communicate with us. I mean, yep. you know, yes, we are entitled fans, but then also it's oh, yeah. like we spent a lot of money. It's like this company is massive. Help us You're out, allowed please. to be a little entitled. You are yeah. allowed to be a little entitled. I'm you a know, little entitled. I spent a lot of money, if, a lot of time. Absolutely. And you sh- and I think you should be. I think you should it's be. because I care. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, I had a, a while back someone commented on here and was like, hey, this Lumios guy really seems to hate Pokemon. And like the thing I respond to them, the thing I will tell anybody who says that I sound like I hate Pokemon. I don't hate Pokemon. I love Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And because of that, I critique Pokemon because I know how good it can be because I saw how good it used to be. And that's not saying it sucks now, because it's it's still great. It is my favorite thing in the world. It is my retreat. It is I put too much of my life in it. I probably like an unhealthy amount of my life into Pokemon. I know, but no, it is healthy though. I, I get Drew's. It is healthy. I, I'm I'm playing around, but yeah. um, but uh, all that to say, I am not. I'm I'm going to buy. I I bought Scarlet and Violet. I'm going to buy Gen Ten, no matter how it looks. Yeah, but. I'm also, because I bought it, I feel I have the right to say, hey, Gen 10's a little buggy. Yeah. And you know? the, th- the thing is, is like we complain because I don't know if we're taking it for granted, but like we- we're going to buy the game no matter what because there will be so many other things in the game that we're going to love and we know mm-hmm. we're going to love and we're going to get enjoyment out of it. The bugs gonna... are a minuscule part of the game. They are, but they're still frustrating because like exactly when you look, it- it's like, you know, I don't know. It's like it's like there's plenty of things that we let pass because they're not that intrusive, but the bugs are intrusive. The bugs are bothersome and they're like in your face. I mean, face. dude, especially when they're deleting your save file or crashing your game. I know. That's but, bad. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming on. Uh obviously, you know, logging on and, and doing this podcast. Absolutely. Um dude. I, I know Soul's not here. I know. We thought about it's we sad. Like, maybe we'll move the podcast. Soul's not here. Um, but I'm, but we I'm glad have we do. Yeah. Solbasaur and there's a soul belie somewhere in the back. There's, there's, you can't see it. It's a soul. It's a soul. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys hit the subscribe button. If you're new, thank you. Welcome. Welcome to hidden power. Uh, and, uh, if you're listening on, on, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, leave us a, rev- a five-star review, uh, where we're, it helps out a lot more than you think. We're trying to get that number up, uh, get us ranked 
in search. Um, yeah, Lumi, really appreciate it, man. Excited to talk Absolutely. again. We'll record another episode soon yep. with Soul. He's in Italy. Uh, a lot of stuff's coming through the pipeline. It's almost league season. Um, yeah. Hey, if you made it this far in the episode, hashtag Solbasaur in the comments. <laughs> yeah, do it. So I think I like a Solzer. Solzer? Scizor? Solzor. Solzor. Or like Solgrunk. Just Sol works really well. Sol just really works with Solkachu. Solbat. Solkovish. Solnax. Solcario. Charizol. Soul. I think it works better if you do it at the beginning. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyways, see you guys. Peace. Bye.